Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Rock. Count out. That's right. It's the top 10 show that we usually do on Saturdays, uh, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find us right here, youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got uh, channel memberships now. You can join the Slow Wolf Pack if you want to watch this. If you like enjoying the show live. When we go live. Well, we don't do count out live ever. We don't do count out live. That's correct. Uh, but if you enjoy watching uh, Monday through Friday, uh, Monday through Thursday, Thursday. shows live, yes. uh, you can use emotes, uh-huh. badges. You get badges yeah. longer you're a member. And then, of course, you also get access to all the bonus content mm-hmm. that we offer to mm-hmm. the $5 and up a month patrons mm-hmm. at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, and there's a bunch more reward tiers there. Uh, there's one where you get a comic book and a poster. There's one where you get a T-shirt. It's really great, and it really does. If it wasn't for Patreon, going in raw would probably not exist. I'm not sure what other way we'd be able to do this show unless we like did it once a week or something for some extra, you know, beer money That'd, or something. It'd basically be just for fun at that juncture. Yeah, exactly. We'd be back at your house. Oh wow, really? Well, I mean, now I'm used to office. Nothing yeah, wrong no. with your house. I wouldn't mind going over there in the social aspect, but to go over there and work again. We should get that office downstairs. Step down. That huge office downstairs. It's, it, way too much room, and it's probably way too much money. No. What if we just told them, hey, can we just keep on paying what we pay here, except we were downstairs? What if we get people downstairs complaining about us, how loud we are? Oh, goodness. What a nightmare. Anyways. Well, it hasn't happened yet. This is count out. It's the Everybody's top. so nice in our building. Everybody's really nice. I love this place. It's great. Uh, so it's a top 10 show. Yeah. And of course, Larson, WrestleMania is wrapped up. But a couple weeks before WrestleMania, we had heard that there was going to be a superstar shakeup. An international superstar shakeup. I know. That was weird. Just because like Raw and SmackDown happened to be coming from Canadian land. Is that right? Is that Montreal. Why? Montreal. Quebec, Canada. Yes. Quebec, Canada. Home uh, of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That's good. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's happening. They, they've dropped the international aspect of it. Like they don't, they're not calling it that now it's just superstar shakeup. Yeah, no, and they, they spent uh, Raw and SmackDown kind of looking past the idea that they were the Raw and SmackDowns after Mania and just sort of looking ahead of the superstar shakeup. Yeah. Uh, things like happening, like Braun Strowman showing up on SmackDown, invading SmackDown, the bar showing up on raw, uh, drew showing up on SmackDown briefly and then teleporting somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, so they've been teasing this. But come on, man. Let's get serious about this. Vince, I know Vince is still figuring it out. He's going to be figuring it out all the way up till the day of shakeup. Monday, I know. He, it, that's going to be happening. Yep. And so, look, he needs to watch this because we have we the algorithm. We will give him the answers to produce a better product. And we found 10 things ten. that they should, must do starting Monday and going into Tuesday. Yes. The Superstar Shakeup. This is what they have to do. Yeah. And then maybe next week we'll do winners and losers of the Superstar Shakeup. Absolutely. Yeah, we did that a couple of years ago. When they did yeah. That. Anyways, let's just kick this thing off. Number 10. 10. 
The New Day must stay together. This would seem fairly self-evident, but every year they say, in the lead-up to the shakeup, tag teams can be broken up. And now that Kofi is champion, they might have the idea in their head, they being Vince, well, he's champion. That's a, a solo pursuit. So let's separate him from the remainder of the, the New Day and have, make him fend for himself. <clears throat> Terrible idea. Uh, I doubt it would have happened regardless because I would like to hope that Vince understands the popularity of the New Day and, and, and the power they possess together. And the, I mean, you would think it's like a no-brainer. Like the merchandising alone, I think, would be enough to yeah, warrant them staying there's together. There's a laundry list of reasons to keep them together. Now that Big E is unfortunately out for a while, I would think it would completely preclude uh, the idea of the New Day in any way breaking up. That is one interesting difference between the modern-day draft era and the shakeups versus how it used to be. Tag teams used to be... Broken up all the time. Didn't, did uh, tag team... Like the Dudleys were broken up in the draft? Yeah, uh, I think uh, APA was broken up in the mm -hmm. draft. Um, and I can't recall... I don't think... And I think tag teams have gone together in, in this latest era. Nope. More or less, yes. Has I think the last time any sort up? of group's been broken up via the draft since the most recent brand split was the club. We'll get to them in a bit later. But they were broken up. Not a tag team, per se, but a faction. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. And then Braun was, was separated from the Wyatts via right. the draft as yeah, well. Yeah. But we haven't seen an actual tag team Not get that I recall. Split, split up. Of course, it's Vince McMahon, so his whims are you know are, are paramount. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in any event, regardless of all that, part of Kofi, part, part of Kofi's title win is... It, it's the new day, you know, I mean, they were obviously a large part of it, both in storyline uh, fans perception. You know, he's part of a, a very, very much loved group. Mm -hmm. Not to say he can't succeed on his own, but the new day together is such a special thing. Yeah. It really feels like they have that title. You yes. Know? Yes. So to a degree. Yes. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. The new day don't want to be split up. They've the, said as much. The fans don't want the new day to split up. What reason is there to split them up? And I wonder, do you think that... So it was also revealed uh, this past uh, Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Thursday. It was Thursday. Uh, that Big E is dealing with... Uh, he has to get his knee scoped. Yeah, he's got a torn meniscus, so he'll be out a couple months, roughly. I wonder if him being gone during the shakeup would also preclude that. I don't think Vince has any any reason to like break him up. I don't think he would. But I wonder if that would be some exits like, oh, well, you can't break me up if I'm not there. Yeah, you know, no. Maybe. I know. I, don't know. I know. But Vince is Vince. In any event, they need to stay together. Yes, that's, they absolutely must stay together. That's a must. Yes. Speaking of another must, number nine. Nine. The Revival must go to SmackDown. Yeah. That's where the good tag teams are. And, yes. Uh, Meltzer noted this in his newsletter. Oftentimes, uh, 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 prior to somebody switching brands, they will drop a title or eat a loss. Yeah. Uh, the Revival, of course, dropped those titles to Hawkins and Zack Ryder, mm -hmm. and then they lost the rematch. Mm -hmm. And so they, yeah, they look. They can be teleported to SmackDown on Tuesday. Man, they, they want strong tag team wrestling. Let's face it, tag team wrestling on Raw is kind of a big joke. It is. I mean, a feel-good story has the tag titles right now. But, as it, happened, opposed but to, it happened during the kickoff show. As opposed to, but they still have the tag titles. No, I know, I know. Which, well, again... It happened in the kickoff show. The Raw tag titles were in the kickoff show. More reason as to why. So it's like... But guess what? Brand's tag titles were not in the kickoff show. SmackDown Live TV. Man, 
Could you imagine? I mean, look at the quality of tag. Even when they throw tag teams together, like Rusev and Nakamura, they're a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. You've got them. You've got the Hardys. Yep. Uh, you've got, right now, the Usos, although we'd probably change that. You got Thebar, and then you got the New Day. And then you got New Day. So there's a lot of really, really good. And, and that's then, not even getting to the club, sanity, sanity. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of tag teams on Smack that aren't even utilized at yeah. all. And then if you go look at Raw, like I said, you've got Hawkins and Ryder. They're tag champions. You've got, I think, Heavy Machinery is there. Yeah, you got uh, Gable and Rude. Yeah. And they're, they're heel now, apparently. Ooh, bad guys now. Yeah. But they've never really been used. I think, I mean, that, that's like one of the biggest stories of, man, they've, they're not being used correctly. Is Because yeah. I think they could be a terrific tag team. Yeah, I think I so, really too. I really do. Maybe they'll get back but on But we know track. the Revival are a terrific tag team. You put them on the brand that has the better tag division. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Oh, boy, oh, boy. We're going to have some doozies, several doozies of matches. Mm-hmm. Several great matches. Yeah, can you have multiple Can Raw. you have multiple doozies? Multiple doozies? Yeah, sure. It's a real, That was a real doozy, but I've never, anyways, that's a tangent. There are a couple real doozies over there. I oh, mean, okay. a doozy is kind of a singular event. Exactly. That's why I asked. Can you have multiple? I don't think you can. I think it's a singular thing. I've never heard of multiple doozies. So I think it's just so, it's it's because it's so special. It's just it's so singular. Man, did you see Takeover? Real, a couple man. of good doozies there. No, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. A couple of great matches. You have to go yeah. through the whole. You have to yeah. say the full phrase, not yeah. just one word to encapsulate everything. Great fights. Anyways, I yeah, mean, you revival of SmackDown. Takeover is one big doozy. Exactly. You could do that. Yeah, that Takeover is a real doozy. Mm-hmm. How many matches were doozies? Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Anyway, the revival, they're great. They're great, man. They've been known to put on a doozy in their day. And here's the thing. You'll keep them happy if you put them in matches. Against, I mean, are you? why would they ever want to leave WWE if they're in a match against the Hardy Boys? Come on. They'll want to stay. Vince will be like, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think it's, yeah. it's not necessarily a guarantee they'll want to oh, stay, man. but it'll improve the, the odds that they'd want to stay. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Can you guys, uh, if in that all eight percent company, can you fight the Hardy Boys? Like, no, but we can sign. Uh, you can, we can wrestle the Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers. Say yeah. The Lucha what? Oh, Lucha House Party. We have them too. Oh, gosh. That's good. Fight them. Yeah, they already have. That didn't work out so well for them. <laughs> no, it didn't. Moving on. Number eight. Eight. The Sky Pirates debut. So I, I had a thought. I'm not going to get into spoiler territory for what happened in the, the latest round of NXT tapings because okay. it's, it's unnecessary to make my point. So when uh, uh, Sasha and Bailey first won those tag titles, yeah, sure. and they still started going around all the brands, they show up in NXT, it was like, hey, we'll defend these titles everywhere. These belts are cross-brand. Yeah. We haven't really seen that yet per se, no. although they did show up on SmackDown. Um, so we were, we were, the concern was, okay, if Sky Pirates are going to challenge the tag titles, then they have to be brought up to Maine. Not necessarily. If they go to SmackDown... If Paige brings them there, if they get into a program with the Iconics, they can still stick around NXT mm-hmm. in the interim. Even if they win the titles, they can have a reign in NXT before, say, someone from Raw comes and challenge, challenges them. Mm-hmm. It's entirely possible. I think that... Let me ask you something. Do you think that with the way they've handled Aleister Black and Ricochet... That could serve as a template for what they may do with Sky Pirates, yes. Well, and not just Sky Pirates, but NXT in general. I mean, part of making it a true third brand is this idea of maybe, they look, they're on par with everybody on main roster, so we could see huge names from NXT like Jackson Riker go to Raw and compete for the Universal title. Or Kona Reeves showing up on SmackDown, new U.S. champion. 
the finest U.S. The finest champion. U.S. champion. Exactly. So, but no, I think I think this would be absolutely wonderful. The idea that um, that I had that hey, don't get your hopes up. It's probably going to be Nia and Tamina seems to be out the window now. Nia Jack's going to be out for nine months. Well, she's got uh, two t- uh, torn ACL, so two she's busted not, knees. She's not wrestling for a long time. Exactly. So, uh, so bummer for her. Yeah, but. It does leave the door a lot wider open now yes. uh, for some exciting tag team, and uh, be it the Sky Pirates or Kyrie Sane and Candice LeRae, both names who have been rumored to have been uh, coming up to Maine soon. I'll give the edge to Sky Pirates because we've seen what they can do in the ring together, and it's amazing. Here's the thing, man. It's a win-win. It is because Candice is great win-win. too. It's a win. I kind of wouldn't mind Candice sticking around NXT and having her be the one that eventually dethrones Shayna Baszler. I, I think, think they're going to job her to Vanessa Bourne. I don't know. I mean, we saw her beat Aaliyah. I don't know either. Yeah, easily. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't think they're going to job her to Vanessa Bourne, but I could be wrong. I hope not. Could be wrong. I hope not. I haven't looked at the spoilers or any of that stuff. Uh, for the last round of tapings? Yeah. Yeah, I did. You did? Yeah. Okay. So do I have reason to be concerned? Um, roll the next picture and I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well... Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Number seven. Seven. Alistair Black and Ricochet split up. Look, man, I I love you, dude. I love this team. I think they're yeah, spectacular. They're great. they're great. They're the first team ever to wrestle for the Raw, SmackDown, and NXT championships all in one weekend or something like that. Yeah, in the span of one week. Yeah, In the span of one week. And uh, they lost, uh, all three of them. However, yeah. well, they only uh, took the pin in one of them. Ricochet took they, the pin. They got counted out for the Raw. They were a factor in the finish in the SmackDown. They lost. Yeah, they, took, they ate the pin in the NXT mm-hmm. one. Uh, and they have surprised. Like, I, I love both these competitors. Obviously, I know you do too. Oh, yeah. We think very highly of them. Yes. 
I kind of feel now, though, that they're on main roster. This is a tag team that could be split up by the by the shakeup. It needs to. It should be. It really should. As be. great as they are as a tag team, the sky's the limit for them as singles competitors. Yeah. If you have two guys who can be massive, massive stars as singles guys, mm-hmm. you pull the trigger on that. Yes. That's what you do. And I have no doubt that Alistair Black, uh, probably on Raw and Ricochet on SmackDown, but I know you had said the opposite of that. The yeah, because any, any cause, particular because Alistair's wife is on SmackDown. Uh, Unless they're going to send Almas over to Raw as w- along with Alistair, uh, then he's going to SmackDown. Yeah, I mean it. De- it depends on, I guess, their priorities. I would think that if they're, I'll put it this way: if they're higher on Alistair being in a certain place, then she'll follow him. Yes, exactly. And Andrade will. If they want to put him on SmackDown, they just won't move Andrade. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But I imagine, yeah, they'll they'll all figure it out. Yeah. Um. But uh, I don't know. I just see. I see. I see. I've always seen Raw as visually maybe the more cinematic, the dark, the broodier. You know, it's got the reds and the blacks, yeah, as opposed yeah, to the yeah, bright yeah, blues yeah. and the blacks. But then you got to keep in mind too, with the the shift to SmackDown to Fox coming later this year, if they're going to package it more as a sports show, he's got the kickboxing pedigree. Yeah, but he, okay. What? Let me ask you though, what's what stands out more about him? The fact that he's a vampire with a creaking uh, platform that he gets up off. Is he a, a or vampire they, or a necromancer? What's Nosferatu? Vampire. Who's a necromancer? Is there a popular character that's a necromancer? Probably in some video game. Maybe, maybe. So I don't know. I do. I can. My my personal thought is his mystique overshadows his uh, his wrestling style, mm. and so I would probably send him to the less sports oriented show, um, unless they just completely rebrand him as kickboxer guy. Hell yeah, there you go. Which I think, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, he looks amazing. Yeah, he is amazing. They're not going to take the tattoos off him. They're not going to make him look less cool. He already looks way cool. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I, I just see his type of character being more of a raw guy. Uh, and then Ricochet, you know, he's got all the lasers and stuff. SmackDown's graphics have, like, lasers and yeah, quantum yeah, beams going everywhere. Have, like, portals and stuff like I that. I just yeah. sort of see that. That could be. But uh, but in any, in any event, these guys need to shine as single well, Here's stars. the real question you'd ask yourself. With, with, with Fox getting SmackDown, which one of these two guys is a better opponent for Cletus the Fox Ricochet. Robot. Ricochet. When you you're fighting so? a clunky robot, you're not going to trade strikes with them. I don't know. Ricochet's going to be bouncing off here's doing the, all this stuff. Here's the thing, though. Alistair... He's pretty darn quick in his own right. Yeah, he is. But and he's got the fast striking ability that the lumbering robot does not have. One robot will be like, With one black mass, he can knock the head off Cletus. Ooh, Match boy, over. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's, thinking, that's something to consider later on. Okay. Maybe right. someone will ask us that question come October for Matt Chat. Could you imagine that that big mech robot Cletus is like, he looks at Ricochet and says, one and only. See? Mm. Because that's his thing. No, I know. And then the voice... Move on. Number six. Six. The Usos go to Raw. Yeah, so if you're taking the revival off of Raw, moving to SmackDown, you need you need a tag team on Raw. You need a tag you team on Raw. You need a legitimate tag team. You need a team. legitimate tag, tag team with actual real pedigree yeah. on Raw. Yeah. Usos have been on SmackDown, I think, since the brand split. I don't think we've seen them with their, with their revamped characters on Raw. The penitentiary has always been on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. So... Have them go to Raw. They just lost those titles to the Hardys. 
Um, Remember when I used lend to some gravy toss to the Raw Tag Division because it's sorely lacking that at this point. Remember when I used to hate the Usos? Oh, they're great now. They're amazing now. Mm-hmm. Golly, they're so good. They are so flipping. good. But then the issue is they're going to be the uh, the the big fishes in a very very small pond on the Raw Tag Division unless they start really working to build up the other teams. Well, because they're going to be like six time champions. They're six time champions now. Yeah, Rude and Gable have had one reign. Short reign, yeah. Ryder and Hawkins, this is their second, I think. Yeah. But first, since they've got back together. Yeah. Dude. They should easily go there and just dominate for the next 10 years. Yeah, they really, yeah. They really need, like, if, if, you know, we don't have the undisputed air in any of this because honestly, they need to stay away from Maine while Vince McMahon is alive. Um, well, they seem to got, they seem like there's something going on there, anyways, that necessitates them staying in NXT for a while. Until Vince says so, none of that matters. You got to keep all the none tape. of that. Matters. You got to keep all the tape of Adam Cole away from the Vince's office, so he can't say, "Oh, oh I want the best wrestlers in NXT to come on <laughs> main roster to what, pop what ratings." Adam, what chance? Adam Cold? He's, what is he? Some sort of freeze Vince, master? Vince is going through the uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter. <laughs> Who put on this five and a half star match with uh, this guy named Johnny Wrestling? <laughs> Wasn't he on here for a little bit? <laughs> Yeah, Vince, he was, but then he was tag team partner. He was feuding with, that you put him back with on Maine. He was up for a little bit. He was. <laughs> Give me this Alan Cole guy. <laughs> Give me this Adam Alan Cole guy. Let's see what he's all about. <laughs> oh, look at all the fans out there screaming, Alan Cole! <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, send the Usos to Raw because they need a tag team. Yeah. I mean, because if, if you don't send the Usos to Raw, NXT's tag division would be way better than Raw's. <laughs> okay? Yeah. And which is Everybody great. needs a tag team. Yeah. Like an actual tag team. Yeah. It's bad when, like, the Forgotten Sons... If you if you t- if you put the Forgotten Sons on Raw's, in Raw's tag division, they're the best team there. <laughs> you could make the case. You could make the case. Uh, do unto others. Number five. Five. Uh, Peter Dune to Maine. I don't care where. I don't care if it's Raw. I don't care if it's a SmackDown. Send him to the main roster. My God, he had that title that you're looking at right there if you're watching us on YouTube. Almost two years. Almost two years. He's going to get give him his huge, huge, awesome rematch with Walter. I'm sorry. Walter at uh, uh, TakeOver wherever, Edinburgh. But then in the meantime, he could, he could show up on the main roster. Man, could you imagine all the all the Scottish talent they're bringing in? They got Piper Niven. I think Kaylee Ray, I think, is Scottish. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you imagine if they did that mid-July in Edinburgh? Oh, that'd be huge. Guess who's going? Oh, that's right. I'm going to be there. That would be awesome. Meet up at TakeOver 2. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways. Yeah, yeah he's got to go to Maine. He's got nothing left to accomplish in There's NXT UK. He really doesn't have anything to do in NXT. He's ready. Mm-mm. He's ready for Maine. He already did his time in NXT. Mm-hmm. He was in War Games matches, yeah, man. Uh, title versus title, title yeah, man. matches, yeah, man. killer match with Ricochet, Roderick yeah. Strong, all sorts of guys. I think he fought Roderick Strong there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he had a feud with Roderick Strong. He brought the five star match to uh, to take over. Also, him yep. and Tyler Bate. Yep. Nothing left for him to do. Nope. On to Maine for him. Other than win all the titles on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Yep. Probably on Raw first. He does seem like a Raw wrestler. Mm-hmm. Somebody, I forget who it was on Twitter. The, somebody put the question out there: Who should Triple H fight at Mania Thirty Six? Oh, Peter Dune. Pete Dunne. That'd be great. Oh, that'd be great. What do you tell? What do you tell? Peter? Make a name for yourself, kid. Oh, better way to make a name for himself than beating Triple H. Triple H has a horrible win loss record at WrestleMania. Perfect. It's horrible. Perfect. 
Did he fight at our WrestleMania? That was 33. Yeah, he fought Seth. He lost. No, no. Our Stephen Larson book. No. Who did he fight? What did he, remember, didn't he fight CM Punk? Was that last year? Yeah. We did a we did we booked Mania a year ago? Yeah. Wow. It's a two-day affair that, that time. Yeah, that's right. Boy, that feels like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but nothing beats this year. No, it's the best show we've ever done. <laughs> Look, the fact that only 6,000 people have watched it is an absolute crime. It's an absolute crime. I don't think it's at 60. It's like 59. It's an absolute crime. We put on the best WrestleMania. Nobody, ever. Nobody ever. can top this at Oh, it's so a 6,300. Oh, wow. Wow. I think I think that's the that's the moment we're like we're breaking through, man. We're breaking through. I hope so. It's big stuff because I'm really proud of that show. I thought it went off really well. I know, me too. Number four, four, Samoa Joe to Raw. So we'll get to our number one entry, which would kind of necessitate this happening mm-hmm. later on. But we saw Braun show up on SmackDown this week, and so you you automatically think, oh, they're teasing Braun to SmackDown. What if they're actually doing the opposite? The of other that? way, where it's Joe that's being sent to Raw. With the U.S. title mm-hmm. um, to uh, to to feud with Braun. Mm. Now I think Braun actually could benefit from a move to SmackDown because maybe it'll get him out of a uh, uh, celebrity match purgatory over there celebrity in Raw. Celebrity rut because they don't really do the celebrity angles as much on SmackDown as right. they do on Raw. Right. However, if you bring over a competitor of the caliber of Samoa Joe to feud with Braun Strowman, let them feud for months. Mm-hmm. This has potential to be something along the lines of Braun versus Roman. Yeah, a couple of years back, which really made a star of Braun. Yeah, uh, if, if done correctly, again over the span of several months, give him the whole summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this sh- this could be exceptional. Do you know, do wonders for Braun, do wonders for Joe. Everybody wins. Makes sense too because Braun invaded SmackDown to attack Joe. You would Joe is the kind of guy he will strike back mm-hmm. with a disproportionate response. Mm-hmm. So then he would go to Vince and say. I want to be on Raw. Put me there. I'm going to attack that big guy. And so, it, like storyline, it could make sense that he totally. would demand to be shipped to Raw totally. where Braun is. Um, so, yeah, all that makes sense. And I think it'd be fantastic to see yes. Joe back on Raw where he debuted. Yeah, totally. Moving on. Number th- That would necessitate. Hold on a second. We'll get to that later. Yeah, we will. Number three. Three. Roman Reigns to SmackDown. We've talked about this quite a bit since Reigns has returned that even though they had that segment between Roman and Seth where Roman's more or less said, my eyes aren't on the universal title. I got a, a, you know, like a larger mission here on Raw that doesn't, uh, or in WB doesn't include titles right now. I, I think the fans are always going to worry as long as Reigns is on Raw that at some point that universal title is going to end up around his waist sooner rather than later. To dispel that notion, to get rid of that idea, send him to SmackDown. Especially with the move to Fox, they value him as a marquee name. If he's on SmackDown when it moves over to Fox, they WWE will probably think, okay, that's going to yield numbers. Mm-hmm. And it gives them a bunch of fresh matchups, a fresh start. Um, and, and if they allow him to be him, um, to be Joe more so than the character of Roman Reigns, he will connect with fans. Have we ever seen a proper uh, Reigns versus... Look at how dry my skin gets there. Yeah. Not on the other you one. you got to put some lotion on that, man. This probably depends on how you wash and dry your hands. You Maybe. might leave some water there on that knuckle. Could be. Uh, have we ever seen a proper Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns feud? I don't recall. Me neither, which probably means if they did, it wasn't memorable. Um or maybe it was amazing. I don't know, but uh, that's a great matchup that mm-hmm. we, that we could that we could mm-hmm. see there. Reigns could come in, and you know, there's plenty of people there on Raw 
where he could stay out of the title scene yeah. for a while. Yeah. And it'd be it'd be totally it totally makes sense. He can have an extended thing with Randy Orton. And that would keep Randy Orton very happy also. Mm-hmm. And we know mm-hmm. a happy Randy Orton is a motivated and engaged Randy Orton yeah, is exactly. a motivated Randy and Orton. He's, and that's an entertaining Randy Orton. Yes. So uh so there's plenty of matchups, like you said, for Roman Reigns on SmackDown. He feels like a big network guy, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. so your your comments about him on Fox also totally make sense. Um and uh and yeah, I mean I I think I think the crowd being so thoroughly behind Kofi means that Kofi's probably going to have that title for a little while. Yeah. Um and uh and I and I think that they'll, you know, they're not going to have Roman Reigns challenge another face, especially when it was, it was over as Kofi. No. Uh so he'll have plenty of other things to do and who, whatever heel eventually uh gets the belt from Kofi, whether it be Daniel Bryan, whether it be I don't know, someone else that gets brought over in the shakeup someone else they build on Raw, or sorry, on SmackDown, um, and then maybe come next WrestleMania, Reigns is the guy that eventually defeats him. Who knows? Here, here's also a thing. Vince McMahon understands that, I would think he understands, the perception we have of him is he believes Roman Reigns is the next big thing. He's, mm-hmm. the, he's the guy. And so that perception follows Roman Reigns Vince wants SmackDown to feel like an A show. So if he sends Roman Reigns over to the B show, the perception will be, wait, man, Vince really wants this to be the A show. Mm-hmm. And we, we always sort of, you know, Vince makes it obvious that he thinks that Raw is the A show because that's where he puts Brock. Yeah. That's where he stockpiles all the big stuff. When Cena comes around, he's usually going to go to Raw. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns is big, big news for Vince McMahon. If he sends him over to SmackDown, it's because he wants us to think SmackDown's the A show, and I think that's what he wants. He wants two A shows because he's got two big TV deals. Yep. Making lots of money for the company. Moving on. Number two. Two. Oscar to Raw. Yeah, this just needs to happen. Uh, Uh, Oscar's creative, by and large, has been bungled since she got called from NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's also the thing that now, especially that Nia Jax is going to be out, mm-hmm. uh, a, you know, who knows how long, nine I, months, or nine so. months or a year, whatever. Um, granted, she was a heel and Oscar is supremely over. Uh, but there is that sort of big monster force that is now missing from that division. Oscar mm-hmm. is a big monster force. Now, granted, she's a good guy, but there is still the fear that people have of Oscar. Yeah, even though she hasn't been booked to elicit any fear, no, um, they people still do have that fear of her, and uh, and yeah, she just she's, she just needs a change. She needs a change, and, yeah. it's, and on top of that, we have no idea how the Sasha Banks thing is going to play. Exactly, out. she's supremely over. So people yes. really love her, and if she decides that she's done with WWE, mm-hmm. then uh, yeah, you're going to need someone massively popular over on Raw mm-hmm. to take that spot. Yep. Yeah. And who better than Oscar? And that's Oscar because you'll still have Charlotte on SmackDown. You know her and Becky. Um, so there'll still be star power on SmackDown, the women's division, as well as Naomi and and uh, and whatnot. But Raw, especially if Sasha leaves and Nia's out for a better part of a year, you're going to need someone else there. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And that's where Oscar comes in. That's where Oscar. And hopefully, just... going to Raw will give her, you know, like a, a fresh start creatively, maybe on Raw. Something I don't think I'd ever expect to say. They will utilize her talents to the fullest. Could be. I hope so. Yes. Boy, oh boy, I hope so. 
Or they'll just job route to Alexa Bliss and squash matches. I don't know. Either way. You know. We yeah, only, no. We only do so much. Yeah, no. This next one excites me the most. And, yeah. And yeah. honestly, it's the one thing that if they don't do, I'm I'm quitting the show. No, you're not. I'm quitting going. You're now. not quitting the you're not Stop. quitting the show. You're Stopping not. Stopping now. Here we go. Number one. One. You saw it on the thumbnail. Bullet Club I can't with call it. Finn Balor. I can't call it Bullet Club. It he's be, not in this shot, but he's on the thumbnail. It with, has to be the club. So AJ and here, the club remain on SmackDown. Dude, Finn, as Intercontinental listen, Champion, comes over to SmackDown. What do they call Gallows and Anderson now? Gallows and Anderson. No, they call them the Good Brothers. Oh, you want to call them Good Brothers? Just make them all the Good Brothers. Okay. Make it like four APA type guys, but all like you know the top two guys threatening to be world champion, IC champion, and then tag champions. You want to make Gallows and Anderson happy? You, number one, you give them a pay raise. Number two, you put them well, on I, TV. I think that was the thing is that the pay raise was included, but not so much the TV part of it. All right. Well, you put them on TV along with the big pay raise, but you made the pay raise even more. And you put them all in a true four-man dominant faction. You want to sell. They need better merch if they're going to start, start selling anything, though. Listen, Vince, you want to sell massive amounts of merchandise. Massive. Well, they need a better logo first. Who should, they, who should design their logo? The guy that does Seth Rollins stuff. Get the guy who does, wait, Seth Rollins. Yeah, that guy. The guy who does the, what is that called? The, the what? Uh, Black and Brave Wrestling Academy. Get that guy to design the new logo. Or, this, you, know who, you know, Finn Balor actually has pretty good merch across the board. Get the guy who does Finn Balor stuff. And then merge him with the guy who does Bray Wyatt's very underrated merchandise. Yeah. And there you go. You've got a license to print money, Vince McMahon. Well, they got to book him right still, too. And they, they can have the best-looking logo, the best-looking merch in all of wrestling. But if the, the creative is garbage, it's not going to be as impactful. Get all the titles. Get all the titles. But what you failed to mention so far is that, especially with all elite wrestling being a thing, how do you combat oh my God. the elite with yeah. Bullet Club? People would be like, all what? All elite, who's that? You've, dude, you've got basically Bullet Club. You've got essentially the Bullet Club. The ammo group, the gun guys, whatever you want to call them. Whatever you want to call them, people want to see that shit, man. And put them together. And it's a win, 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 win situation. The Intercontinental Champion, Finn Balor, comes to SmackDown. Real. He gets beat down. Uh, the night of the superstar shakeup in the main event segment by throw it like a, is there a faction somebody not really heel no uh, is there the like bar a, some bad get the bar thank you they're good beat dummies he gets beat up by the bar outruns AJ no Styles. first is Gallows and Anderson out comes Gallows and Anderson and then maybe I don't know if Drew's gonna be on SmackDown but someone else comes running yeah. down to help them out right and then AJ comes out and they all stand. And they too sweet in the center of the ring. You close SmackDown with that, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh come on. Give me a break. You'd be all about that, dude. I'm telling you, people would just go ape. Yeah, you'd blow your top. Ape man. shit. Yeah, you go bananas it, for it. I'd I'd be like, whoa. That's what I would do. You'd spoil that in the thumb instantly, too. Oh, yeah, big time. Mm -hmm. Bullet Club in... Bullet Club reunites in WWE. Yeah, that's how it'd go. It'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. Get it done. Don't get your hopes up, though. It's so crazy to me that they wouldn't do that. Like, how how out of touch are you if you're not doing that, man? 
You know what I mean? I you want to combat all the wrestling? Put both I agree. together. Nobody cares about all it's, it's a no-brainer. Well, I won't go that far, but Nobody it's a no-brainer to put those four guys together. No-brainer, but what's turn? What's TNT? I don't even know what channel it is. I only need USA because I've got bullet. Well, apparently, but now Fox. You don't know drama, <laughs> but I am very funny. Debatable. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much. Let us know in the comments, of course, what you want to see with the Superstar Shakeup or tweet at us at RealGoingInRaw. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.